0: Welcome to Awesome with Allison. There, too. I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen, whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful. We hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, my man and yours, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hello. Hi, lover. Hello. Eric's in a quiet mood, and if Eric is quiet, what do I do? Get really, really needy, yeah? Okay, so uh, welcome... Welcome to episode 142. We are so, 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 so happy to have you be a part of this episode. And it's a simple title, but I'm really excited to talk about how to feel a tiny bit better. And when I think of a tiny bit better... On my Instagram, I have, like, a highlight reel. It's called Queen Fiona, and all of the kids want to watch it all of the time. They say, I want to watch the Queen Fiona, and it's just, like, I think it's, like, three years worth of just, like, our favorite little snippets of Fiona on Instagram stories. One of the ones, it's from, like, two years ago, is Fiona had been sick, and I said, Fiona, are you feeling better? And in, like, the cutest little voice, she goes, I feel a tiny bit better. (laughs) Like... Better. A tiny bit better. And so I just want you to imagine, like, an adorable three-year-old holding up their tiny toddler hands saying to you, If I could just help you feel a tiny bit better. I want to be really, really gentle with this. Oh, man. The world is heavy and rough, and we can just keep talking about it over and over again. And the things happen in the big world, the capital W world, and then there's the things that happen in our inner world, whether that's our mental health, our emotional health, our families. We have, a, co- I have actually quite a few close family members who are really sick right now. I just want to tell you where I'm at with this episode is honestly right this minute. Like my anxiety is pretty, not not like super, super high, but like I have like a base level of just kind of hyper awareness heightened, just kind of that skin crawly feeling ha- happening right now. I-, I try to do this with all of my content and I like to show up in a really good place and I'm flowing and I feel so good. But I also like to model or share by example when I can, when it does not emotionally tax me and come at the cost of my mental health or the health of my family still, still show up. And so that's, that's what's happening today. <laughs> that's how I'm showing up. And, and as I do that, I just want you to know, like, I'm really sensitive I try to be sensitive always to the fact of like, you just might not want to hear it today. (laughs) You might not want to feel a tiny bit better. And so I've got three tips for feeling a tiny bit better. Kind of the big giant precursor before the three tips is you don't have to feel better. You don't have to. So I started, I'm really excited about it. I started um, a weekly, I gave myself a talk show basically on Instagram and it's going to be every Monday. Julie, who works with me, we're doing it. It's very Wayne's World vibes. Just 15 minutes. And we're talking about really fun stuff, TV, books, and I know I have a podcast too, but why not? And we did a QA and a and we asked a lot of questions. We got a lot of really good questions from people. I got so many questions of like, how do I make everyday special? How do I bounce back faster? And how do I, when I feel negative, how do I get positive faster? Or how do I just feel positive even though I feel negative? And basically so many of the questions, if I sum them up were, how do I stop feeling the way I feel? The underlying answer to how do I feel a tiny bit better? I believe. Or how do I stop feeling the way that I feel (laughs) and feel the way I, I want to feel or I'm supposed to feel? How do I force myself into that? is we got to feel our feelings. So this How to Feel a Tiny Bit Better little title is is just how to feel your feelings. And I really, really want to testify and just say, I did this on the car ride from my office to home. I just said, step number one, tip number one is validate. I just validate. And I just say, hey, I feel kind of anxious. Not in the, I feel anxious, I feel anxious. Because that is coming at the feeling from a place of judgment because notice the difference in my voice because i feel i feel anxious and 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 i got to stop it and i got to make it stop and i got to control it that's that's kind of the underlying sen- sentiment there where something i've really 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 practiced doing is sitting in the seat of the observer or the witness you could call it from your soul from your spirit from not your five senses but your sixth sense <laughs> and just saying Hey Allison, I see that you're feeling anxious today. You've been having a really hard time sleeping and it's it's hard to not feel anxious when you don't get rest. Yeah, you feel anxious and not immediately move into how can I fix this, how can I change it, how can I make it stop. That idea of validating is saying, I don't have to feel better. It's okay to feel this. It's okay. I see you being anxious. I see you being sad. And I was talking to a friend of mine and she was frustrated with her with her babysitter or her childcare. But she loves, she loves her, but she was frustrated with her. And she said, I know, I know, but I'm so grateful for her. And I just said, Hey, listen, you get to be frustrated with her and be grateful for her. These are principles we talk about all the time. I get that, but just the reason we talk about them all the time is because they feel new every time you need them. Right? Like it feels like a new application every time you need it. And so just to just to say, hey, I don't have to make every day the most special day. I don't have to be the perfect mom. I don't I don't have to um I don't have to feel not anxious and it's okay to be frustrated that I'm not the perfect mom. See, so that's the next step. So you're like, oh, I already did this. I already told myself I don't have to be perfect. Well, there I go expecting myself to be perfect again. And so this is kind of a new, a new step for me in validating is I go, hey, I see that you're anxious and rather this than just trying to fix your anxiety, I also think that you can be a mindful, conscious, awesome person that you are, Allison, and still get anxious sometimes. And this is... I mean, this is new for me, right? Like
1: yeah, yeah it is
0: so just um take that that take that step and and apply it in any way that feels good to you, but just that validate, that validate. They teach you to do that with kids when like they're throwing a a, a tantrum and they say, "I see that you're really mad, and it's amazing how how much kids respond to that. Well, treat yourself. Treat yourself your own inner child. Treat yourself that way. And if you feel like you're being kind of condescending to yourself, well, that's on you. Don't be condescending to yourself. But sometimes I feel like I'm almost like a parent talking to myself when I'm like, oh, Allison, I see that you're really sad. But it's so funny. Yes. Yesterday morning, I was really, really sad. I was having a hard time connecting. I felt really, really numb and disconnected. And I did a visualization where and, and it's in one of our podcast episodes about feeling your feelings where I visualized me, that me, that soul me, that highest self me, that awareness me, just putting my arm around the girl who just really felt like she couldn't get out of bed and saying, hey, I see that you're really sad and I'm so sorry that you're really sad. And your mind is going to be freaking blown at how much that that little second of validation is going to do for you. Like you're going to, your mind is literally, like you will not be able to get over how much self-validating, not telling a story to get the outrage of others or turning to this source or to that source, but you will just be shook with how powerful self-validation and acceptance can be to help you feel a tiny bit better.
1: Speaking of Fiona yesterday, she was mad at me for something I can't remember what it was. Was
0: it when you were taking her to school?
1: No, it was at home. It was, <laughs> she keeps being it was at mad the at you. Dinner table. Yeah, she's mad at me all the time. At the dinner table, she was mad at something, but then she forgave me, but she was still sad. And I said, how do you feel? You said blue, light blue. But the it's colors. getting better. Yeah, she says the colors.
0: Because I've, I've taught her how to label her emotions before. Yeah. And this morning, that's so funny. She said, today I feel pink. And I was like, oh, what does pink feel like? And she's like, pink feels good and excited. And I said, because I've actually, I look up color theory a lot. Um, light pink can also mean safe. It's one of the reasons I, I often will paint my little office rooms pink. Because it's like a protective light uh, and color. And I was like, pink also can mean safe. Do you feel safe today? And she was like, yeah, yeah. She She really liked that. I love that. Yeah, so... Labeling the emotion can be a great way to help validate the emotion if you can't quite identify it in order to validate it. And I think even validate, I feel confused and numb, and that is that is also really, really helpful. So I think a lot of times we can get so caught up in like, I want want to validate and I want to do it just right. And I am validating you that you are validating yourself (laughs) well. You're doing a good job. Okay. Step number two is something that I'm really, really excited about. And I kind of see it, it's just like a tip, a step, like you can go in any order. These are just ideas. Okay. I kind of see it as like the next phase of my career. I kind of see it as the, the, the process and the ideas that I'm learning right now that, like, I'm gonna be teaching. I see myself really being a, like an expert at this, <laughs> but I'm not yet, but I'm working on it. And it is embrace the shadow. And so this is Carl Jung psychology. This idea of the shadow self. I was reading a really interesting book, and ugh, I'll find it somewhere. But but this is this is a common a, a common thing throughout Jungian. So so psychoanalysts can be Jungian certified. So this is a, a common thread. There is the the golden nuggets, the golden threads, the golden bits that are shining and emerging in the shadow. And it is this idea that. If we completely ignore and completely cut ourselves off from the dark. So some people's dark might be sad. Some people's dark might be mad. Some people's dark might be mean or judgmental or, you know, we all kind of have go-to things that we block ourselves from having that shadow. This is very in line with the validate, but embracing that shadow helps you see the golden threads that are are shimmering and, and hiding within it. So I'm going to give you a little more concrete what this means. So I've been reading a lot of Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes, and by reading I mean listening on Audible, of course, to her audio programs. And she's a cantadora uh, in the tradition of, like, a storyteller. I've been listening to her tell story after story and then talk about, okay, what do these stories mean? What do the characters represent? And one one really interesting kind of tool is the next time you're watching a movie, the next time you're watching a TV show, the next time you're reading a book, rather than saying, oh, I identify and want to be Raymond Reddington on Blacklist, right? I don't want to be Lizzie. She's annoying. I want to be Raymond Reddington on, we've watched all of Blacklist recently and it was so fun. Um, I want to be like Raymond Reddington. He's so like emotionally intelligent and all of these things. Look at every character as a part of the psyche, So this is how to kind of embrace that shadow is you get to be the hero and the villain. You get to be the evil queen and Snow White. You get to be all of them. You get to be both. You get to be like in Taoism, the yin and the yang. You get to be the masculine and the feminine energy. You get to be reaching and striving and rooted and grounded. Kind of the way that I've been embracing my shadow is literally just... Not trying to push away parts of me, but just embrace them. And that doesn't mean, of course, that I'm not looking to improve and that I, I, have, I don't want to be like a crappy person who's just like, well, this is how I am. It's my shadow and I'm going to be mean. But somebody said, I was talking about nature and how the trees and the world just let the snow fall. And they're not like, I don't want to be cold. Get off the snow. Get off of me. Right. They just they let the snow fall and they let the rain fall. And it is what it is. And and this girl messaged me and she said, I'm like a volcano. And I said, you know what? Maybe you are a volcano. Maybe the way that you work is things need to erupt every once in a while. As you accept and embrace the shadow, the volcano-y, fiery side of you, you'll be able to see more of the golden fuse, the golden thread. So that's just something like a really fun way to practice embracing the shadow. And that brings me to my third idea for how to feel just a tiny, tiny bit better, if you want to, if it's the right time for you, if it's something that your heart is calling you to do. And that is trust that things are working together for your good. And that is the hardest one. And it's the most annoying one. And I'm just going to leave it at that. No, I have some ideas for that. But just what if, ooh, I love adding a what if because it's so gentle. What if things are working together for your your good? What would it feel like to trust that even with the sadness and the pain and the heartbreak, that things are really working together together? to bring you to this beautiful, most realized, peaceful, expansive version of yourself. So what I wanted to do to help you with this is to help you with that trust and foster it and and find a little bit of it in yourself is to provide you with three journal prompts that you can use. And where I'm pulling these from is from my January course called How to Take Inspired Action. And so here's what I mean by January course. Um, If you've been around on the podcast or if you're new, welcome, hello, I have my Awesome On Demand coaching group. And what I'm doing for 2021 is every single month I'm creating a new audio course. And so it's similar to what has been happening in Awesome On Demand in the past, but I think it just makes it a little more clear for people who aren't a part of the membership to grasp is... There's a focus each month. And then there's a bunch of tools to support you in that focus. And so the course for January is how to take inspired action. And there's an audio training. And then there's a about a 10-page worksheet with journal prompts and little quizzes and, you know, circle these feelings. And it will help you discover this on seven steps for how to take inspired action. And then there's a meditation practice that supports you in taking inspired action. So this month, it's a guided quiet time meditation. And then we've pulled other meditations, pep talks, gratitude practices, they're all audio, and bundled them together to support you in January on the focus of how to take inspired action. So every single month, there's gonna be a new course that has the audio component. And then of course, each month, there's the live coaching with me. That's what's happening, and so I pulled these questions from the January worksheet of how to take inspired action in one of the steps. Here were some of the questions, and I thought that they would be really helpful for teasing out a little bit of trust in yourself. So here are the three questions. Are you ready? The first question is, can you think of a time when you did something that didn't make sense but you knew was right? Can you think of a time when you did something that didn't really make sense, but you knew was right? What did that what did that feel like? So you could kind of like tease that out. Because what you were doing in that moment, the reason why that question is there is what you were doing in that moment is you were trusting your, your inner knowing. You were trusting yourself. What did that feel like? And it helps give you a past remembrance and evidence that you you can trust that things are working together for your good. So that's the first question. The second question that you could ask yourself to try to put you in this headspace, to put you in this mindset, this energy to feel the good feelings that accompany that trust is this. Here's another question. Can you think of a time when a really uncomfortable situation gave you the tools and experiences that right now you wouldn't give up for anything? So I can think of some really uncomfortable, crappy things that have happened to me, and I would give the experience up, (laughs) but I wouldn't give the tools up. So that's that question there. Again, If you're going through something really difficult, especially, that's going to help give you some some big picture thinking tools. And then the third question, so all of these questions I think are going to put you in the headspace of being able to trust that things are working together for your good. The third question is, can you think of a time when you quit or walked away from something and it took you closer to where you wanted to go? And I love that question so much because so often we think of quitting or walking away or ending a friendship or ending a... You know, we end something. We think of ourselves as a failure, but it, it felt like the right thing. And now with perspective, you can see it was actually this thing ending, that friendship ending, that relationship ending, or this hard thing happening actually took me closer to where I wanted to go. And so that's just a little, ooh, a little taste for the type of thought provoking work we're doing <laughs> in Awesome On Demand. And that's it. Those are my three little baby steps, little baby tips, gentle, gentle nods, if you will, to how to feel a tiny bit better. But like I said in the beginning of the episode, it kind of comes down to just allowing, just allowing, embracing, accepting. You feel what you feel and your feelings are real. <laughs> is it, it, I don't say this to mean that they have to become a crutch or our story or our, our identity. That I'm a person who does this. Identifying and attaching meaning and identity to a feeling is different than validating a feeling acknowledging and embracing the shadow side of you is different than making yourself the evil sea queen. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a distinction. When we attach our sense of value, our sense of worth, our identity to something, that is different than embracing, accepting, acknowledging. And the trusting that things are working together for your good, trusting that you have the ability and the resources and the tools and just the tenacity to really take whatever is happening and allow it to, to build you into this beautiful, expansive person, that trust and faith in a higher power or in yourself. If you're able to even hold on like a little, uh, the end of the tail of that belief, it will always help you feel. A tiny bit better and I just I just kind of want to share with you that this is what I'm doing when it's heavy with the anxiety through the uncertainty as always take what you need and leave the rest don't get overwhelmed trying to do all of it at one time I offer you these tools in the hopes that they'll just serve you and support you. What I would really, really love is if you love the podcast, if you've been listening to me for a while, if you get benefit out of this, if you'll just check out Awesome On Demand, I freaking love it. It is my favorite work that I do because it is like the work we do on the podcast, but just more intimate and personal it's seriously the most beautiful work and when i was working on my book that is the content that is the vibe i mean it's just the community and the trust it's the trust because it's a closed group there's there's just this trust and this openness and so some of the courses we're going to be working on this year we're going to do something about how to love your just love your body and how to make money your friend and how to just be feel good in all of the relationships in your life so really taking the principles like we talk about on the podcast and just putting them in application. And Awesome On Demand, it gives you access to all of my medita- guided meditations, to all of my worksheets, all of, I have a boss babe library of, of, there's 12 business lessons and there's hundreds of audios in there now, live coachings. So it's literally, that's why I call it Awesome On Demand. It's what's a resource that's going to put me in that energy of feeling good and accessing my highest self and that's what I've created and we've been doing it I think for four plus years now and the backlog of resources is just incredible
1: so there's uh, every time you do a training and you come home for the day you're just like that group is amazing and you're always so you're like on cloud nine because you've just communed with all these great people that's that what it is it's communing yeah. it
0: is and I would just really love to invite you into the awesome empire and right now until January 15th we're running a promotion that if you join for the year you can do per month or you can join for the year and I, I get that that's like a hard thing but if you join for the year right now you're going to save $80 um, and so we have that going till January 15th and I would love for you just to check it out and see if it feels like it could be the next step for you in just tapping in to your most awesome expanded self I would love if you join us there so you can check that out there's a link in the episode description or of course you can go to my website at thealisonshow.com or it, it's linked to on Instagram there's a lot of ways to find it and I would just absolutely love to have you thank you so much and Eric do we have a review yeah we do
1: this is do we yeah uh, well, there's quite a few actually oh good this is from Mike A. Paris I added this to my podcast list a long time ago but never listened for some reason until recently when I was on a run and I listened to the episode referencing a fruit tree and consuming versus creating. Mm. My mind was blown. What had I been missing? Yeah! The next day on my run, I listened to the meditation episode, and I couldn't even believe how much it moved me. Now I'm hooked, and I'm sharing with all my teamies and friends.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so great! Thank you. Wait, Mike?
1: Mike A. Paris.
0: Mike A. Paris. Okay, thank you so much. I love that review. I'm so happy you're on board. I'm so glad we got you. We are going to send you goodies to... You So you email us at awesomewithallison at com. Thank you so much for that review. We are loving the reviews. Appreciate them. I've actually seen you guys sharing the podcast a lot on Instagram. And I'm just really committed to showing up on the podcast on my show I gave myself on Instagram and Awesome On Demand. And I would really, I'm happy to have you wherever I can. So thank you so much for being here. I want to remind you that only you can be you. And you're already as awesome as you need to be. Do you have a song for us, May uh, Yeah, hand?
1: this is a new one. Um, I'm adding to the library. It's called Anna. I'm doing a bunch of orchestral pieces, and this is going to be in a in a new release coming up in the next couple weeks or so at, I Pleas- love it. at Pleasant Pictures Music Club.